Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's about five questions in under nine minutes, hopefully, because hackers never sleep. Let's get started. Question number one, Rob, super excited to have you on. Who are you and what do you do? Thanks, Rick. Really excited to be here. I'm Rob Black. Uh, I'm a virtual CISO. Company is Fractional CISO. Uh, I started it a little over four years ago uh, to help companies with their cybersecurity leadership, help them drive good cybersecurity decisions. Um, we focus on mid-market SaaS companies and uh, team's been growing. We now have uh, nine, nine team members and are going to continue to grow. That's great. What made you want to create a business focusing on virtual CISO work? Uh, I was working for the man, uh, doing cybersecurity programs for a couple of companies and said, boy, every company is going to need this. And then just decided that, you know, made perfect sense to strike out on my own. And maybe at the time it was a little risky. Now it seems perfectly logical. Perfect. I love it. Question number two-ish, I guess, at this point, uh, what do you love about being a cyber professional and, and, and ultimately a cyber expert? Yes. Well, I'll say I love being a cyber professional. I may be a cyber expert in some areas, uh, but like, you know, just like your dermatologist may be an expert in your skin, but not in your heart. Um, so it was the same with uh, cyber professionals. Um, love helping people. Uh, you know, I, I see every day we really help our customers and, and their customers. We help them be more effective, lower their risk, um, help them go to market better because their cybersecurity program is stronger. And I love teaching people. Uh, cybersecurity is a lot of opportunity to teach either technical folks and get them to be better cybersecurity professionals or non-technical folks to not make some of the mistakes that, that might be very costly for them in their lives and career. That's a good segue into this next question. We hear about cybersecurity in everything we do. I mean, every newspaper article has something about cybersecurity and it's a, it's a top concern. I use air quotes yes. for that, but what does that mean to you? Well, so inflation and global climate change are a top concern, but yet a lot of people don't do anything, but, you know, they, they still fly places, they still buy cheap plastic junk from overseas. You know, so they're, they may not be addressing those issues. And the same is true with cybersecurity. Cybersecurity may be a top concern. And it's, you know, a lot of companies say, oh, I'm concerned about it, but they may not be doing anything about it. And, you know, the, it, the real the question is, is who are the ones that are putting dollars behind it and putting, asking key personnel in their company to focus on solving that problem? So um, while I agree it is a top concern, um, the top concern might, might not actually surpass, you know, generating revenue or lowering costs, that, those sorts of things. That's totally fair. It's, it's action versus maybe intent. So yes, perfect. So here's the big question for you. What, what insight do you want to share with our community? Yeah. So uh, a lot of our fellow cybersecurity professionals are incredible from a technical perspective. They are spot on doing the analysis, figuring out what to do, where we need to budget things, where we need to solve those problems, where we need to solve the problems. The area where they sometimes have a challenge is then convincing senior management to focus on that or say, we need to make this change, we need a budget for this. And the thing that I see consistently is the messaging and communication. When you say there's a high risk, you know, let's say there's an internet facing vulnerability, but you know, it's going to require a fair amount of work to fix. It's so obvious to a cybersecurity professional that that needs to be addressed right away. But when you say that there's a high risk to a senior manager, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have a whole bunch of other high risks. You know, the thing we don't do is talk in business terms. You know, if we were in finance, we'd say this project requires half a million dollars to fund it. 
But in cybersecurity, we say it's high and we need to figure out uh, what the cost is gonna be. So we have undetermined cost and undetermined benefit. And so clearly senior leadership is gonna be like, yep, yep, I agree, it's high, you know, good luck. <laughs> but if we said, you know, there's a, there's a 5% chance of a million dollar loss and it's gonna cost us $100,000 to fix it. Senior le leader could say, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's, you know, let's address it. Or, you know what, I'm willing to undertake that risk. But then we can make a much better um, organizational decision. We can get on the same page. And then similarly, I would just say on the communication standpoint, seeing a lot of cyber professionals who are exactly right, but their slide content or whatever they're using to present to management is very text heavy. The point is lost there. There's just a lot of details. You know, when you're communicating with non-cyber professionals and who are used to dealing with risk, but maybe in other domains, you really need to spell out, here's the consequence and here's what we're gonna do and do it very clearly, maybe graphically to communicate the message in an eloquent way. So, you know, that's one of the things that I've seen pretty consistently uh, throughout my career. And one area where I think cyber professionals would benefit from some sort of communication education or just focusing on that, learning a little bit uh, more on how to effectively communicate with senior management. That's great. No, I appreciate the insights and, and <clears throat> I totally agree with that. So let's get to the fun question. Okay. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Yeah, so I'm going to, I had a debate between ones that are decades old or centuries old. So first I'll start with the centuries old. I love physical books. Um, I love reading physical books. I, you know, I spend so much time on the screen. If I want to relax and read a book, I would rather be reading a physical one than scrolling on the screen. And then going just decades old, I love the CD. I'm so sad about it's, it's how it's disappearing. Um, I used, I, actually, I still do. I burn CDs for like my kids for their birthdays, make a mix, mix uh, tape for them. But now I have to have like an external burner because like all my laptops that have CD burners are out of uh, commission. <laughs> and, and cars don't come with CD players anymore. Oh, I know that's, that, yeah, <laughs> I may not be able to buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. I love the idea <laughs> of books too. I think people sometimes overlook technology as this, you know, chips and wires thing. And, right. and so um, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. So Rob, thank you so much for your insights. This was great. It was epic having you on. Rick, great being here. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for watching the CyberPro podcast. You rock. Check us out.